Fashionista Usiboniso on all social media, and of course, I am never alone. This week, it's just the two of us. It's me, Mago Coco. Hi, everyone. How's everyone doing? It's Coco who live from LA, back in my Starbucks hub. How's yeah. everything that side? <laughs> everything is amazing. So we're gonna be getting in touch with Coco a little bit on later, as well. Uh, my girl Umenzi today is not around. She's making it rain elsewhere, but we're gonna hold the fort for her. We're gonna keep it iconic. We're gonna keep it number one. We're gonna keep it stylish. This is of course the iconic hour, brought to you by Icon International for Icon International. Guys, you must remember, iconic. The iconic hour is brought to you by Icon International, making it possible for under discovered talents to showcase their creativity on this platform. Of course, like I said, we are powered by Flatline Radio. Yeah, yeah. So without getting anything 
wasting any more time. I think we're going to get in straight into the song. And today, the song, the first thing that we are going to open with, we actually have the artist and the writer of the track, and then we're going to jump straight into the interview. Trust me, if you think we're moving fast, you ain't got nothing today. In the time gone by, it is no lie to this foreign land with your empty hands. Fingers work to the bone, it's all well known. And when the time came to send you back, you looked ahead and stayed on track. From the ringing of the bell To the fields you had to till It wasn't very hard to tell You had to work until you fell In the time gone by, no wonder why were displaced because of race And when the time came for you to fight You stood up straight for your rights From the voices now beyond To the singing still to come right now absolutely <laughs> yeah, what, do you, what do you think about that Coco I thought it was so tranquil it took me to another place you know it took me to a place of just serenity I loved it to bits and pieces yeah, absolutely yeah. yeah I'm just relaxed I thought I was gonna have like that pumped out energy and I'm like mm, all right. <laughs> very much relaxed guys we've got actually the singer of the of the track we just had now this is of course Talisha and the song is called Cane Lens. That's, that's another, I actually want to find it more about the title of the song, Cane Lens. Talisha, welcome to the Iconic Hour. Thank you, so thank much you for having you. me. Yeah, man. I mean, tell us more uh, for those who might not know who Talisha Gavinder is, actually. So, I'm sure there's many people who don't know who <laughs> I am. <laughs> um, 
I'm a zen out person. That's why you feel so zen. Yeah. It's me and my crystals and my zen songs. You know what I'm saying. Um, Talisha G. I'm a first and foremost. I'm a daughter. I'm a sister. I'm family first. Friends next, and then I'm everything else. Um, I'm a dog mom. I'm a career woman. I am a singer. I'm a songwriter. I'm a guitarist. I'm an author. Uh, I'm a little bit of everything, you know. <laughs> right. Okay. I think now that you've actually gotten into a little bit details with your career, um, tell us more about the part of being an author. And, and guys, if you don't know, Talisha actually is an author of a children's book. Also, we're like, please tell us more about that one. So I'm actually a published author of a short story, and I have a series of children's books that I'm working on yet to be published. So anyone out there wanting to publish me, give me a holler. <laughs> nice. Um, but yes, the children's books, uh, the inspiration really was just, it's, it's actually a travel series, but it's my, my dog's adventures. So Ooh, it's, okay. the, it's Ozzy's great big adventures. And Ozzy is my, my first baby. He's a French poodle, a toy French poodle. <laughs> and um, the, the books are about him and his travels to big cities, London, Amsterdam, New York, things like that. Um, I recently rescued a, a little Maltese called Sophie. Um, she's the second love of my life. Tied first, actually, I should say that. Luckily, they're not listening. <laughs> um, and so I'm incorporating nice. Sophie into the books. And basically, the idea around it is I've always been fascinated with uh, places outside of where I live. So from the, from the age of seven, I've been fascinated with England. I was a little seven-year-old Indian girl is, you know, still in the apartheid regime. And I was, my mom would get me Majesty magazines from mm -hmm. England because mm -hmm. she had a friend at work who went, went to England and came back, you know, every now and then. And I was reading Majesty magazine. Majesty, it's about the royal family. Yeah, yeah. And my family didn't understand it, my friends didn't understand it, but my mom said, go ahead, read your Majesty magazine, <laughs> be obsessed with the Queen, right. it's okay, it doesn't yeah. matter that we were oppressed, do what you need to do. Yeah, yeah. And um, so what I wanted to do was, when I started with these books that I've written, is just bring the world closer to kids in South Africa, yeah. you know, because I feel like uh, travel just opens you up to new things. It broadens your mind, broadens your horizons and gives you a different perspective. So for kids as young as five years old to be reading about cities all across the globe, I felt like that's really important. It, it's something that we need to encourage in our society so that people start thinking beyond their front gate. Um, and so that's the idea for the books. Also, um, one question. Out of all the genres you could have went with, what, how did the decision to say, you know, we're going to do a children's book, how did that come about? Was it story-based or you just always wanted to write a children's book? It wasn't that I wanted to write a children's book. It's just that I, you know, there's a couple things that I'm, I'm working on and that haven't come out as yet. Um, but there's another thing. Join the line for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's, it's, I feel like, we need to shape society from the ground up. Yeah. And it's sometimes too late at 21 or 22 or whenever we're in university to start getting people to think globally or start getting people to think outside of what we've been raised with. Mm -hmm. So um, something else that I, I'm working on is a, a girls empowerment yeah. program where yeah. I feel like, you know, um, little girls are kind of taught if you make daddy's tea, you'll be daddy's favorite. Or, you know, it's always a competition 
from 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 the ground up from the time we're we're old enough to speak it's like a competition between girls who's going to be daddy's favorite daughter mm. who's going to be mommy's favorite if you do this if you do that and so we're it's inculcated in us and we're just competing with each other it's, yeah. you know and especially in Johannesburg I feel where everyone's ambitious and everyone's trying to get a little piece of the pie for themselves mm. girls are just so vicious and women are just so vicious and they just want to you know if if you fail it means i've succeeded and that's not the way it is so the children's books really came from we need to start driving this message at a young age we need to start raising kids to have a global perspective to be open to the fact that your success isn't my failure my failure you know my success isn't your failure things like that um also like mentioning being a woman especially now that we are in women's month power to all the women out there hashtag <laughs> women empowerment <laughs> yeah man respect we recognize um what have been the challenges in your life being an independent woman being a writer being a creative being a professional what challenges have you went up against and then in your own personal way how did you overcome well i mean i'm still going through a lot of right. them and not overcoming right. them i think one of the major <laughs> major challenges is to find love and be an ambitious and successful woman I think society is still very much programmed towards if you want to be a wife and if you want to be a mother then you have to give up all the other things that you're pursuing yeah. particularly in my community the Indian community I feel there's a lot of if you want to you know I I got my degree I didn't even wait till graduation and I hopped on a plane to London for 2 years I didn't know anyone in the country I didn't you know I'd never wow. been away from home but I knew I wanted to do that and I did it I came back 2 years later and half my friends were married <laughs> so uh, that's a challenge that i live with yeah. daily um but also just you know you go home and everyone sees you as a single female oh my goodness you're 35 and still single what are you doing well i'm writing books i'm recording songs i'm being a tv presenter i'm being a career woman i'm doing this and that and everything else but your success is so tied to who you're seen with who you're married to yeah. you know things like that's been a huge challenge for me um which i'm still dealing with another challenge is really as a woman and we discussed this a little earlier before the show as a woman sometimes you know you want you want everything to be perfect you want to multitask you want to give your all to everything that you're doing but it's it's more acceptable for a man to say i'm going home now i'll deal with this tomorrow as a woman you've just got to work that much harder especially in corporate corporate south africa is very yeah. tough on women you've got to work 50% longer hours 100% harder Long, yeah. because you're a woman if you want to get to that CEO or MD or whatever position you've just you've got to show them you're not just a temperamental woman you're here for the long haul you're here for the late nights the early mornings and those are some of the challenges and also seeing the iconic hour is a fashion and lifestyle um show what type of fashion are you into or what's your style as Talisha this independent woman what is your style style is so understated mm. so understated sometimes people wonder if i have style at all <laughs> no just kidding yeah yeah it's really just comfort comfort uh, comfort okay. classic understated mm-hmm. nothing too over the top i believe that fashion trends come and go but right. i want to just be true to who yeah, i am and what yeah. i feel comfortable in and what i feel confident in yeah. and so that's really nice, my style that's right and then you um, i think you can also chip in your coco what what when it comes to clothing what identifies a powerful woman when it comes to what you choose to wear on a daily basis well a powerful woman i think is someone who's confident in what they wear and they are wearing the outfit the outfit isn't wearing them mm. so that's something that i would 
perceive as someone who exudes um, a beautiful outfit is someone who feels comfortable in what they wear. Of course. And they assured that, you know what, when I go out in the streets, I'm going to look like the bomb because, yeah. you know, I believe that um, the self-confidence that I've endured within myself and the self-introspection that I've endured within myself will reflect in my outfit. Nice. So nice. that's totally True. what I believe to be. That. And you, Talisha? Okay, you can answer in your own way. I'll just like to add this question also. As an Indian woman, what in in the Indian culture that you have been fortunate to be raised up in, what defined a strong woman? Was it the when she whatever she chose to wear, or was it when she chose to wear the Afri the traditional? So for me personally, yeah. I love traditional outfits. Yeah. I I, I'm the first person in my immediate family to have started watching Bollywood movies <laughs> and wearing saris and punjabis yes. and things like that because, yes. you know, my family was raised Christian. Mm. When I was three months old, we all uh, converted to Christianity and I love my faith. It's a huge part of mm. who I am. But I also really love my heritage and mm. my culture and that's a massive part of who I am. Mm. The song that you played earlier yeah. was actually about that. It was yeah. about the journey of Indians to South Africa mm. in 1860 or whatever yes, it was. Yes, yes. And so I'm very passionate about my culture and my heritage and I never want to lose that. And it was really important for me to, I love dressing up in a sari or a Punjabi or, you know, my traditional yeah, outfits. Yeah, yeah. So for my 21st birthday, I, my mom insisted that I have a party and I was not a, you know, I'm, I'm not about the parties and the this mm -hmm. and the that. And I said, fine, I'll have one on condition. It's a Bollywood theme party and everyone <laughs> wears Indian outfits. <laughs> we left to be there. My gran had not worn a sari in 21 years. Oh my god. And she she donned the Indian outfit for right, the party right. because that was my condition. And since then, my whole family has become very Indianified. <laughs> We've all remembered who we are and where yeah. we came from. And I think for me, I think I'm really blessed to have been born Indian because I feel like the most elegant thing a woman can wear is a sari. Yeah, I would agree with that as well. I, the, I love it. Yes, the, the, the green one with the gold embellishment. Oh, I just love Indian. That's beautiful. Um, let's get back again into the song Caneland. What Caneland's actually what inspired um, the track? Who did you work with? Who did you produce and when did you release it? So or who produced it? <laughs> so the producer was actually quite a well-known producer in South Africa, Johan Lars. He had mm. worked on Idols for many, many, yes, many yes, years. Yes, yes, yes. Um, how it came about was a friend of mine had seen uh, a segment on a show called Mela, which used to be Eastern Mosaic, yes. which I used to present on. And she had said, you know what, I've seen this thing on Mela. I'm sending a clip of you singing and I'm going to send it to these people. They're putting together this compilation of songs to um, kind of document the journey of Indians from India to South Africa, which had never been done in song before. I don't know that it had been done in general before. And so she sent them the video and within two days they contacted me and said, look, we've got a song that we'd like you to sing. Wow. It wasn't this one, it yeah. was a different one. Yeah. Um, it was actually the title track of the album called A Place in Time. And it was written by a guy called Kieran Thathia. He's a professor. He's um, a, a, He was a professor in Durban. He now lives in New Zealand. He sent me the track. I recorded some voice notes, sent them to him got in the studio a few weeks later and recorded and then this song actually he wrote in a few hours oh, sent it wow. to me i learned the track overnight <laughs> the next morning i was in the studio and yeah, i man. recorded this i had the flu yeah, and i recorded it um, but this song is very close to my heart because it's really where it's really how our journey as indians in yeah, south africa started we came from the canelands we were brought here as slaves to work the sugarcane yes. fields and that's really where the song came from and it's about 
you know, the things that have been sacrificed, the things that, you know, I'll give you a quick story, a little, a little anecdote. So it resonated with me because my great-great-grandparents came from India. Uh, my great-great-grandfather told my great-great-grandmother that he's taking her across the river to see her family. But the women have to go on this boat and the men on that boat. She was 13 at the time and she said, okay, great. The women's boat came to South Africa. The men's boat stopped in Mauritius for two years. <laughs> wow. wow. And um, wow. there was no WhatsApp. So what are we going to, you know, what do we do? Yeah, yeah. So the woman kind of came here to the Canelands and yeah. they set up shop, they set up home, they did what they needed to do. The men went off and had some babies in Mauritius for two years. No. My great-great-grandfather did the same. He had two, two kids in Mauritius, um, came, joined the, the woman in yeah. South Africa, and then we started working the cane fields and all of that stuff. And from those two people, we had a family reunion a few years ago, maybe 10 years ago, and um, 700 strong was our family reunion from those wow. two people um, in the five or six generations, yeah, you know. Yeah. So that song's very close to my heart. Um, the journey is very close to my heart and my heritage is very close to my I, heart. I just, right now, I just find it so beautiful that your family was able to reunite, was able to go out there. You, although there might have been a few people that have passed on within the years, but you were able to get that um, strong 700 yeah. there's there's other families that have lost out on because of slavery and still to slavery and still today they haven't figured out who they are they haven't found the True. others they don't even know that they have others somewhere in somewhere. mauritius <laughs> were made in two years well there's actually a service there's a website i don't recall it right now but if you google it i'm sure you'll find it yeah. where some of my family went and typed in like ancestry yeah, um, yeah, dna yeah, yeah, things yeah. and and they traced because all you really all we really needed were the ship number like the register, the call oh, register numbers okay. from the ship. Yeah, yeah. Um, we gave that to them and then they traced our family back to the villages that we came from in India. And they, mm. some of them actually went and found them, met, met them, you know, and it, wow. was, it, was, it was really amazing. So that's, <laughs> that, that's, um, that's very touching. I'm yeah. so moved right now. There's one thing that I actually wanted to ask you about, the crystals. Do you mind telling us more about those crystals <laughs> that you carry around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't carry the same ones all the time. Okay. Um, generally, every day I'm wearing my chakra bracelet okay. mm -hmm. with seven different crystals on them. And then my rose quartz bracelet because, you know, I'm trying to attract love into my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Real love, love for self, love for others, all of that. So today I brought along my moonstone and my hematite crystal. Hematite is to remove negative energy and just ground you and balance you. Mm -hmm. Moonstone is really just for like creative energy and um, feminine energy, that kind of thing. So since it's Women's Month, I yeah. thought I'd bring this along with me. Beautiful. Um, but yeah, crystals are, I, I'm wearing my amethyst necklace that a, a friend brought me back from Berlin yeah. last yeah. week. Mm -hmm. um, amethyst is my birthstone and it's really a great crystal for just balancing your emotions, you know, especially as women. Sometimes yeah. I can fluctuate <laughs> a little I'm bit. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> Play it's the safer fifth. that way. <laughs> but um, really, I, I got my first amethyst crystal when I was around 12 years old at the Graham Sum Festival. And I recently started wearing it again and it just really helped me balance out my emotions and my day-to-day -day kind of, you know. Is, is, is this a faith thing? Is this a belief thing? Or it's just one of those, like a mood card or a mood color? So for me, I believe I'm Christian, like I said earlier. Yeah, yeah. Um, and God created the heavens and the earth. And so crystals for me fascinate me because they come directly from the earth looking like this. I mean, okay, this is polished, mm. but it came from the earth looking pretty close to this, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. And the fact that there's so many different colors and it's just incredible that this came from the earth mm. that God created. Mm. And 
I genuinely believe that when I hold certain crystals to me, I feel a certain way. You feel the energy in the crystal. And so for me, it's like if God created the heavens and the earth, he created all of these beautiful crystals. And so it's kind of a mixture of faith and you know, everything nice. that I've learned along the way. Nice. So what do you think of these crystals? Um, being incorporated into fashion in garments not for the other reasons that you just because it looks beautiful with no research of what stone it is just oh it's beautiful and this turquoise piece i'm just gonna put 300 on them <laughs> down the runway it goes <laughs> i think it's uh, i think it's it could be a little dangerous yeah you yeah. know because crystals hold energy i mm. believe that i believe in the metaphysical properties mm. of them definitely like i said if god created the heavens and the earth then he imparted mm. things into yeah. the heavens and the yeah. earth um but i think if you know it, you believe it. If you don't know it, if you're wearing it unknowingly, I don't think it can do too much harm for you. No I think. Right. Knowledge is power. <laughs> true, so. true, true. Listen, you're still tuned into the iconic hour right here on Flatline Radio, brought to you by Icon International. We are, of course, chilling with Talisha. We're actually just, well, not as few minutes ago, we actually just heard one of her tracks. So right now we're going to play you another track, but this is not by Talisha. This is from one of the Icon International artists, Bianca the Bob.
that is of course a beautiful track. That was a very beautiful track. Um, this was actually a cover by Bianca, who's an Icon International artist. Yeah, guys, of course, you know about Icon International. We are all about the undiscovered talent. And if you are out there, whether you consider yourself an influencer, a talent, an extra, a model, a singer, and you would like representation, or you just want to take that next step into your life and Build your brand. Get in touch with Icon International and let us help you fetch your life. <laughs> of course, we are still here with Utilisha. And then we, we heard one of her songs earlier on. Um, again, thank you so much for chilling here with us. Thank you for having me, guys. It's always it's a pleasure. <laughs> yeah, man. So, um, writer, author, singer, professional, out of all of these hats that... that um, you were which one are you most passionate about what what is talisha passionate about and then while you're also telling us that where does talisha see herself five years from today so i've always liked to believe that i'm most passionate about music yeah. i've got this little music tattoo and everything you know <laughs> i love music i love to sing but i think my most natural the thing that comes most naturally to me is the writing um, I love words, I love to write, I can just sit and write and write and write for hours, write w about whatever, whenever. Um, but my first love is still singing, it always will be. Um, where do I see myself in five years? Wow, I have not been asked that question in like 10 years. <laughs> um, I would like to see myself living quite a simplistic life in five years where I get to wake up and do what I love and not be a corporate slave and not be driven by the clock and not be driven by other people's expectations of me. I would mm. like for all of my passions to um, to come to fruition yes. in a way that I can see Successful in a way progression. that I can, you know. Mm. And the thing is for me, success is not having 7 million followers or being known across the world for something. But for me, success is just being able to do the things I love and to be able to make a living off of them, nice. you know. So um, ideally in five years, I'd like to see myself living on a farm with about 25 dogs yeah. and writing and singing and being me. Yeah, <laughs> that's beautiful. Um, advice, what advice do you have for other young up and coming women now every time i ask people um what advice do they have for people now i always say when you share that advice please give that advice as if you're giving to someone who's already doing something not someone who's still trying because that person literally needs another type of advice so now what advice do you have to this young girl who's literally out there who's literally writing that book that song who's out there going for auditions and all of that that person that is waking up now what advice do you have for that person? I think it all begins with knowing yourself. I think self-awareness is, is a lifelong journey, but I think it's a journey that we need to start as early as possible. I think if you don't know who you are, you don't know how you're going to position yourself to the world, the industry, the universe. So I think know yourself, know the things that drive you, know the things you're willing to accept, know the things that you're willing to do for that success. And once you know those things, that's a great platform to strategize and build on what you already know to get yourself to where you want to be because it's easy to we had this conversation as well a little earlier it's easy to take your clothes off and post a bunch of bikini pictures and lingerie pictures and get all these followers and say wow i'm an insta model or whatever the, whatever the case may be but if that's not who you are then 
you're not going to be happy when you get what you think you want. So know who you are, know what you want, and um, I think that's that's the beginning of the journey to success. Because I think inner peace and happiness is what we're all striving for. We're not all striving for fortune and fame. And you know, uh, I think it was Jim Carrey who said. I wish everyone could get everything that they wanted, all the fame and the fortune and the money, because then they would see that that's not what matters. Ooh. 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 Yeah. Right, before, wow, I like that. I think that's my quote of the day. Before we let you go, just 10 seconds, you need to answer quick and fast. It's just Rapid fire? Oh, no pressure. Yeah. Okay, so there's just four of these, and then you just choose one. Eh? Okay, uh, randomly. BMW or Mercedes-Benz? Mercedes-Benz. House or an apartment? House. Hills or flats? Flats. Trevor Noah or Trevor Gumby? Trevor Noah. <laughs> Will Smith or Trevor Noah? Trevor Noah. United States or South Africa? Uh, South Africa. Obama or Zuma? Obama, <laughs> come on, is that even a question? I hear it. Guys, we've been chilling here with Talisha Gavinda. You also had a song, um, we played it earlier on. Um, where can people get a hold of you on social media? So I know I said I'm not about the 7 million followers, but guys, please go follow me. Yeah, right. <laughs> At Talisha underscore G, that's T-I-L-I-S-H-A underscore G for Govinda. And uh, I'm currently not on Facebook, taking a little bit of a Facebook sabbatical just to cleanse my mind, body and soul. Um, but yeah, find me on Instagram at Talisha underscore G. And I think that's the same Twitter handle. Righty then. Yeah. Thank, you so, thank you so much for pulling through, hey? Thank, thank you. Thank you guys. It's been what an experience. Thank you, you guys are so full of energy. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Coco Who. Thank you. Coco Who. <laughs> Coco-licious, I yeah, call man. her. Yeah, so if you, if you miss any of the handles that she gave you, remember, you can always log on to Icon International on all social media and we will hook you up. Also, Flatline Music underscore, that's where you also can get more information about who we are and what we do. I think before we get in touch with Coco, let's have one more song. Okay, now, Guys, exclusive to Iconic Hour, exclusive to the Icon International family, we are about to play you a new track that is only going to be released this coming Friday. It's not even yet released, but you guys, because you're tuning into the Iconic Hour, you going to have it right here. So I'll give you more details right after this track. I loved you, deja vu. I 
left you, baby. Deja vu, baby. I left you. That was called Sui, and that's his new album that is only going to be released this coming Friday. And you guys heard it first right here on the Iconic Hour. And just to give you a huge surprise, we actually have the guy himself with Sui on the phone, and he's going to tell us more about this track. Sui, how are you doing, man? Yo, how are you, man? You're great, man. How are you? I'm awesome, man. No stress. Awesome, awesome. Please tell us more about this track. Um, who did you work with? And yeah, tell us more about just the track. Um, all the juice is basically a play on words with um, I love you, basically. But instead of saying I love you, just utter the words all the juice. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, basically I came together with a, with a friend of mine to as well. Uh, Black Snow, we put the jam together. And yeah, man, that all she wrote, uh, we're dropping this on Friday. Yeah, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Say that again? And then, are you, are you any plans on working on the music video? Uh, I mean, we haven't thought that far. It was just one of those sessions where we all came in the studio. Uh, there's a couple of, there's like two vocalists on that on that uh, track as well. Uh, Charlie and the twin mind D as well. Yeah, man. And so it was one of those things where we were just vibing out. And we just came out with a red chair and I was like, you know what? Uh, this is a vibe. Um... I think once after Friday we'll know the reception yeah, and yeah. you know then we'll start working on the video from there onwards. Yeah, 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 yeah. So so now so now this is basically just a test run on how you guys work together as a team. It's just please repeat that again. So are you guys just testing out how you guys can are you gonna be able to work together in the team? So you wanna see with this track whether it's gonna pull that um power that you're hoping? I mean, like definitely. Uh, that's one of the one of the reasons why I collaborated, and also with the majority of the project, it's big on collaboration. So I just felt like you know I owe it to myself to work with more artists, and you know dabble in today's fan base, vice versa. And it's always mm-hmm. nice to have like you know um, two heads better than one. But in this instance, we had four. Right. So um, I'm happy with the product. Uh, I hope the people like it. I hope you guys like it as well. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It, I can tell you one thing. Now, first time hearing it today, it sounds amazing. It sounds great. I love the vibe. I love the ve- the beats. We're actually all just jamming in studio to it. It's dope, man. Well oh, done. Nice. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, hey, Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for for getting in touch with us. It was it was a pleasure hearing your song. Hey. 
Yeah, man. And then where can where can guys also get a hold of your other music that you have? Um, so if you're looking for the music, it's some dot unique dot individual on all platforms. And for my older catalog, it's under Suicide. Uh, and then just type five M Mellow Music makes me moody. Yeah, Mellow Music makes me moody. That's dope. Thank you so much, man. Hey. Yeah, man. Of course, guys, this is the Iconic Hour right here, brought to you by Icon International for Icon International, powered by Flatline Radio. Oh, my God. I think I'm ready now to hear what Coco's been up to. You know, you know, guys, if you know the show, you know I'm always amped up to hear what Coco's been to, who she's been with. Coco, hello. Wow, I'm so excited to tell you what I've been doing here in LA. Yeah, yeah. I heard you with Medea. Good morning. Hi, good morning, everybody. <laughs> well, well, I'm in my favorite Indian restaurant this side. Yeah, I'm having a little bit of um, samosas with my favorite, favorite actress of all time, Ashwari Rai. Do you know her? Ooh, She's yeah. beautiful. She's yeah. stunning. What do you guys have to say about Ashwari Rai? Um, maybe Talisha can tell us more about her. <laughs> well, I mean, she's only the most beautiful woman in the world. S voted several times the most yes. beautiful yes. woman in the world. Yes. Yeah. In addition, she's also married to like the hottest Bollywood actor. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all about loads that. Loads upon loads. Yeah, man. So Shwari and I have been talking about our favorite song, Desi Girl. All-time favorite, all-time Bollywood favorite. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we've been dancing to Desi Girl. We've been dressing up. We've been playing dress up as, um, Ooh. yeah, Ooh. we've been playing dress up in our little saris. Do you guys know Desi Girl? My Desi Girl, my Desi Girl. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, my God. I feel like I just went on the wrong bus. I must get this track. Yeah, man. Coco, tell us, while you guys are chilling then sipping on those gorgeous American men, what's the fashion like? And women, of course. What's the fashion like out there? Wow, it is so hot this side. I hear it's hot in South Africa, but let mm. me tell you, it is hot out here in L.A. So, yes, we are wearing our saris just to represent, you know, women. I hear it is Women's Month. Yes, in South Africa. In South Africa. <laughs> so I'm representing my woman heritage by, you know, showing respect and so forth. But here in LA, I mean, it's all booty, booty, booty shorts. I mean, wow, I must get my squats on and my hamstrings popping because it is just booty, booty shorts everywhere this side. I see that the tank top is also coming back into fashion. What do you think about the tank top, the low cut tank top showing a little bit of cleave? Right. What um, do you feel about that? Just a quick question, Coco. Tank top, is that what we call vests in yeah. South Africa? We call it, spa <laughs> you call it spaghetti strap back Yeah, there. oh, yeah. okay. It, th those are very beautiful. And on two, on my, I don't know if Talisha will also end this, but for me on two conditions. One, you just have good gonzangans. You yeah. like have nice size breasts that are just out there, nice poiki gonzangzangs. Yeah. That's nice. Also, if you're just one of those very light skinned women who tan very quickly, Think about that just before you wear that tank top. I just say. I'm just gonna jump in and say, what was that word you used again? The the the. The gonzongzong. Yeah. <laughs> so it's okay with those gonzongzongs, so long as you don't have some chicken licking hot wings on oh, your arms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me tell you, I inherited those from my gran and my mom, so tank tops. Mm, mm, I'll pass. Right. <laughs> 
Coco, what are you wearing? What is what are you, what are you, besides um, underneath that sari? What do you have on? Mm. Well, <laughs> well, back here in studio in Vilakazi Street, I am wearing a Mr. Price dress. Yeah, nice, nice. It's a Mr. Price elegant dress. It's an evening gown. Um, it's got mesh, uh, floral mesh over. Yeah. And then underneath, it's got a blush. Yes. Satin, satin look to it, and I'm wearing high heels. Um, they actually my matric dance high heels from Dumont, proudly sponsored by um, Auntie Canyon Bow. Whoa. So I'm wearing my little. I feel like I'm back at my matric dance. <laughs> I feel like a little girl all over again. I yeah. love it. I love it. Yeah. Right. And then when it comes, because you know we all about food and fashion and style. What, what's what's trending now? What's trending on people's tables? Mm. Uh, I feel like what is trending. There was no winter back in South Africa. Mm. So I feel like what's trending is still summer foods. Mm. The soups and all of that was so heavy and dense last year, isn't as implemented. But back here in LA, uh, what's trending is the good old burger. We yeah. love our Burger King. Right. We're big right. burger fans. Um, but yeah. Everything that's dense, everything that's heavy, you know, as, as Americans, we eat. You know, I, I yeah, can yeah. believe that. We and, eat. And then, Talisha, have you been to the States before? Not as yet. No, same Definitely here. On so, my list. Uh, also on my list, yeah. right? Yeah, we'll man. Go together. Yeah, Let's man. take a trip to NYC, baby. Right, right. <laughs> We're gonna live right then, Times Square, right then. That that edgy building. Getting there. our best life on. Yes, <laughs> yes. All right, um, Coco. Yeah. What, what are you, what, what are you popping for us next week? Where are we popping this thing? Well, I think we're 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 gonna take an adventurous trip back to South Africa. I miss home. Right, we miss you too, friend. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like I feel like we have to uh, visit the the good old Mpumalanga. Um, yeah, right. Yeah, no, we yeah, have to right. come back to the farms yeah, and make right, sure that right. everything is okay. Yes. Pop and flies. I am you wearing know. a jean pant. <laughs> you know that jean pant is looking hot on you, my China. Coco, just remind the people where they can get a hold of you on social media. Well, you can catch me on Coco Who, K-O-K-O Who. Coco Who. And if not, you can catch me on Icon International or our new page, The Iconic Hour. Woo! Yeah. Woo! yeah. And of course, you are listening to The Iconic Hour right here on Flatline Radio, powered, to you, powered by Flatline Radio, brought to you by Icon International. We are, of course... Broad, broadcasting here at Villa Gaza Street at the box shop in Soweto. So I think right now we're gonna play our last song and then when we come back, I'm gonna give you the news on everything that's hot and everything that's coming up. This is of course Dillaman Watt and he's saying, down for me. Beauty 
beautiful flower girl coming from afar Look, long time missing said that you and I connect Girl, ready me ready, scenario perfect I and I know perfect man, tell it to you straight Me not go come up on you, tell you leap a lie I'm gonna pretend that girl, me know it's all one thing You have to know, me not go play, me not go play Yeah, man, because you know what this is. It's never crazy until your bonus has got the front lines. So let me give you what's coming up now on the Iconic Hour um, events that are sponsored by Icon International and Flatline. Firstly, on the 6th of October is the Smile Foundation Cyclone happening at Melrose Arc. There will be a string of entertainment featuring our iconic talent getting you in the mood while you cycle for those calories away. This is for the fin- phenomenal cause and promise to be the incredible day and fun. Remember, it's the 6th of October at Melrose Arch. Also, if you want more information about this, get in touch with us at Icon International as well as Flatline Radio underscore. You will get all of those information there. Moving on. 
On the 24th of September, at the box shop in, at the box shop in Soweto, Villagazi Street, we present the Flatline for Africa Volume 1. So this is an event powered by Flatline for Flatline, and it's Flatline for Africa. More of information, guys, you'll get as time goes on. But remember, it's on the 24th of September at the box shop in Soweto. Next event, of course, is the Flatline for Africa Festival. Independent music, cultural experience brought to you by the music lovers label Flatline Music on the 30th of November 2019 at the Walters Sulu square of course guys if you need more of this information again remember to get in touch with us at flatline music underscore and check out all our social media pages just click in flatline you will get all those information we can't wait to see you there just a side note guys the flatline for africa festival is going to be lit you don't want to meet this so make sure you save the date 30th november 2019 at the walters is square this is of course the iconic hour you are chilling with me your boy Usibonisa, and of course our girl Kaka. Yeah, we loved everything today. Thank you so much to Talisha and for Icon International for inviting um, us over here to LA. So yeah, I had the best time of my life. I loved Ashwari Rai, I loved the culture, I yeah. love the food. Don't you like a little bit of spice? Yes, I do, I do, I do. I also like me some Indian meme. Mm, me Shut too! <laughs> right, again, thank you so much to Talisha Governor for pulling through. We loved your energy, we loved everything around you. Thank you, I loved being here with all of you beautiful yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping, uh, this is just a side note, I wish Talisha somewhere, somehow should one day write a book about that story, about her great grand mom who was told by her husband that I'm just taking you across to go visit our families, but it was all the way across the world. I wish we could have more stories like that. Still to come, ladies. Yeah, yeah, working on it. Still yeah, to come. <laughs> this has been the iconic hour. I have been Usboniso. Catch me on all social media. Usboniso. Icon International, the iconic hour. Now, today is not just any other day. We are celebrating the birth of our program director, Mr. Daniel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy birthday. Let's go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Daniel. Happy birthday to you. Yeah, yeah. Daniel, please, what do you just want to say to the people listening right now to your amazing work as the program director? I just want to say, say true to yourself and appreciate life. That's really all it comes yeah, down yeah. to at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. That's, you know. If you got that down, the rest will follow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So that's Day pretty much it. Words yourself. of wisdom. We what love else? it. Yeah, man. I mean, what else can it be said? What else can it be? Whom's are you? <laughs> Whose are you? Nice. All I know is I am the girl. It's been the iconic hour. I have been Usboni. So see you until you hear me. Bye. Bye. To be the one, be the one, choose. See, I can do it all.